Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because... It can bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. Hi, Edie Hovjorn. My name's Mr. Fruit and welcome to the GG Over Easy podcast, episode 85. In today's video, we learn that I am a psychopath who's looking to get away with murder, apparently. We learn about the brand new Overwatch 2 news. Some big news, yeah. indeed. A lot of PvP updates have finally come out. We learn and about your fears of haircuts. I do have this weird fear of a lot of things. A little anxiety. We learned about... Formula 1. Formula 1, that's we true. We learned about a little bit of that, which is cool. I'm into that now. Uh, also, this other uh, Indiana Jones-like game Rob's excited for. It looks cool. And I'm excited for it, I guess. I just don't have access to this one. Uh, oh, the uh, the loss of a... What what did you call it? Manga-con? Uh, yeah, manga-con. Manga-con? I think that's how you say it. Like, the, the correct like pronunciation of an author of a manga. Uh, my hopeless addiction to gotcha games. And much more in this episode. So stay tuned to hear from our sponsors. Thanks insert sponsors who are in this video as well as our commentary yeah. on a whole bunch of stuff so nailed it love you bye or no Here. Uh, get into it welcome welcome back to the gg over easy podcast episode 85 it's so good to have you all here today on sunday may 23rd Fourth. oh mm, close no, yeah, no, 23, yeah, 23. yeah, you're right. Because yeah. I'm going to an engagement party this weekend. Not yours, but a oh, different engagement party. That's exciting. Yeah, Cody Kay's getting married. Well, they're getting eloped, which is like oh. the more cost-effective way of getting married. Right. Uh, I, right. I, I see it as. <laughs> I mean, so I go, he, he goes, we're getting eloped. I was like, oh, so you're saving money. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what Claire and I did last year. And then we couldn't get our money back, so we had to do a certain money anyway, which we'll be doing... In it's like less than actually three weeks. That's why I got this haircut, dude. Like, 
Yeah, I I had to get well I was waiting, I was like I need to wait a little bit to just cut it short enough so that it grows out. A little bit so it doesn't yeah. look like new haircut hair. I agree. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in that same boat. So after way too long, as I usually do, I I was talking about this. I don't know why. Granted, there's a lot of things in my life that cause this, but like mundane things like getting a haircut gives me anxiety. In the sort so of I, sense like what? Talking to somebody or what? Just everything about it? Doing it, yeah. Like, the more I'm learning about it, I think it's um, apparently part of this ADHD thing. I but was just going to say ADHD. I, um, like, there's a reason why I'm a terrible texter. Like, yeah. replying to text, yeah. anxiety, tweets, emails, yeah. Yeah. Uh, taxes. Yeah. Duh. Like, even if it's like, I need you to sign this thing. I'm like, okay. Oh. Okay. Like, <laughs> what literally, am I signing? I had I set up an appointment for my haircut, and I thought I was gonna have a heart attack. It's like an hour before the haircut. I'm like, oh, Jesus. God, I just, oh, my heart's beating. Like, just, I don't know, this yeah. haircut. I really don't. That's funny because I, I, I maybe I don't have to go. Maybe I could. Yeah, just, I was like, yeah. but I, not, I, can, I can get away with not getting my haircut. Right? I can just go later. Yeah, like I, I can wait a little bit. Ah, but my wedding. Uh, yeah, you guys are so different. That I'm just like, oh, I gotta go get a fucking haircut. Yeah. fuck. <laughs> I don't know why. And I always told like my dad never understood this. He's like, just do it. When I was growing up, and I was like, "You don't understand that." Like, thanks, man. I'll take that. What do you uh, well, do? Like, you have it. a do you try and do like the small conversation with your haircut person, no. or do you just sit there no, and it's strictly like, God, business? Please stop talking. Yeah, I'm. I'm sitting there. I sit down, and he starts cutting my hair. I'm just like, "Please don't talk. Please don't talk." He doesn't say anything. Talk, uh, yeah. Oh, they want to know what I. Do. So, what do you have on the the agenda today? Oh God, uh, nothing. I, I uh, yeah, the weather's good. Oh uh, yeah, so like. What made you want to start cutting hair? See, um, I see. Then I don't see. I don't want the person to talk to me either. But then, like, if they engage a conversation, I have to like reciprocate it. Then, like, I well, have yeah. to pretend like I'm interested in it as well. It's hard That's for me to just be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, just, like, like, I, I can't also, yeah, just be like, like don't talk non-communicative. To me, <laughs> like, if if you if you start asking questions, I'm get, I'm gonna feel obligated to continue the conversation. But I really hope it goes polite. nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope like it just hits a wall. Oh, like God, if you if you could lose converse, if you could lose interest in this conversation, that'd be amazing. Oh my yeah. God, it's like Ubers. Like if you don't say more than ten words in the Uber, that's a five star baby. Like just get me to <laughs> yeah. the destination in one piece. More than that, we're we're talking four. All right, I didn't ask for a chatty Cappy, but no, they did that, a good job though. Well, thank you. Um, it was. Well, I went in because it had been so long. I showed my pictures. Like, believe it or not, like once upon a time, my hair kind of looked like that. Can I just like? Are just you like playing that? a game right now? You literally showed yeah. your phone, and <laughs> you well, are addicted. I am. Well, it, the nice thing is, it just like it just auto. Like, I don't even have to do anything. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Like, you start a battle and then it battles. Yes, yeah. you're min maxing. Uh, yeah, I'm totally addicted though. Um, <laughs> but we we were doing the 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 haircut, and the thing is like. I'm anxious to do haircuts, but then when I get a haircut, as long as they don't talk to me, I like haircuts because I like people messing with my hair. Not like, not like anybody, but like, like if somebody like, yeah, like a, a cosmetologist or something. or something like that. Yeah. Like I like, you know, like, like head scratches feel great. Did and you get the, um, haircuts are a glorified hair. The shampoo? No, 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 I didn't. that just kind of extends the haircut. You know? That yeah. Is... It's towards the end. He's like, you want a haircut? I'm like, or a shampoo? I'm like, I want to get out of here. At yeah, point. please. At that point, it's like, get me out of here. But if they don't talk to me, it's like, 
super peaceful though. Like I'm like I get to a point where I'm like not asleep, but I'm not awake, kinda. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like vibing, and the haircut feels good, and and then it's over. But like I like that part. But then it's like thinking about the next haircut I have to get. I can wait like seven months, right? I guess. The uh, the I go to Floyd's, and the best part about Floyd's is they have that like single razor thing they do on the neck at the end. Mm-hmm. It's that's like an actual. Yeah. Oh, feels that's the bad. It's like the warm kind of soap too. See, that's my favorite part, bro. I got burnt on that though. Not actually. Oh, burnt, really? Not like cut. ah. But yeah, I got cut. Like oh, they gave me like shit. razor burn, and for a couple days it was miserable. So now oh, every time really? they do it, I'm like, like oh, PTSD. Really? I'm all about it. I haven't I'm had a bad experience. Well, just wait until you do, right? But I do like. Um, I think they also do like the little sh- shoulder massage. He didn't ask me the fudge. Oh yeah, this was the first time like she asked me she's like, "Do you want a soldier massage?" And I was like, yeah, uh, "They normally ask." Yeah, they have the. I was little... like, "Yeah, sure, I guess." Mm. Yeah, for yeah, a stupid this... me, dude, I thought it was gonna be like a, like oh. her, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like when she brought out the machine, I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense." <laughs> yeah, that's that makes more sense. <laughs> no, they no, they come out there. It's like, so how's your day? How are you feeling? You, you little tense, huh? Little tense right you want to talk about well, it? I, eh? How often do you go for haircuts, Blue? Uh, my hair grows well. It's in quarantine. I've been cutting my own hair. Okay, that's impressive. Do you line yourself up? Yeah, I line myself up. I mean, I my haircuts are usually short, so I don't really, I don't. There's not a whole lot to it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, lining up has become difficult, but like you learn, you learn to do it in quarantine. That would be like the hardest thing for me. Like if I had that kind of hair, where like you have to line it up perfectly. Like I've seen like TikToks where it looks like that or something. It's so funny. <laughs> I mean, I definitely, my first time definitely wasn't lined up perfectly, but, um, my hair grows fast. So I usually have to go like once every two months ish. Wow. That's a lot. I go like once every four or five, I think. Cause I think like Christian, I just let it get to the point where it's like, yeah, all right, you got to get a haircut, dude. I get to the point where it's like, Jesus, like at this point. What are we doing here? We're either going man bun at this point, like we're going Fabio, or I'm getting a haircut. So that's what eventually pushes me. Well, I'm glad you were able to find the strength and get a haircut. No, trust me, it wasn't easy. I'll go with you next time if that makes you feel better. <laughs> Thanks. Hold my hand. Like you're yeah. doing great, kid. Oh, speaking of which, um, I don't know really why that segue because in my mind. I was thinking about like going to a doctor and your mom being there when you're little and being like, you're doing fine. Mm-hmm. So don't ask me. I connected that, which also reminds me of another thing, which I'm going to have to remember to say after this, because I'm totally going to forget because that reminded me of something. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. I wrote it down. So All right. the odds of it's me down. remembering it are slightly better. Okay. I got my blood work back. I still haven't done my MRIs. I need to double check on those appointments. And your blood is red. June's more. Yeah. They're like, we got to tell you something. <laughs> all the la- all I don't know how to like, tell you this. Your blood is yellow? Uh, <laughs> yeah. How did your you Your blood do is that? just straight advanced GG. Like, and it tasted great. Mm. Um, I went in for the, the vial thing. My, they did it over a week ago, and my my elbow pit, whatever you want to call that. I would this call the like elbow pit. Thing right here? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the elbow hinge, the inside of the hinge, you know, the pit. Sure. Uh, bicep. No, but like, like right. Yeah, but that's where your bicep. At the end of the bicep. 
Sure, but bicep. Okay, sure, whatever. Um, it's still bruised over a week ago. They took like six full vials of blood. I thought it was gonna die. What the? Yeah. Oh my god. Because I had to do. They did like fourteen. They did like fourteen or fifteen different blood tests. So I guess they just needed. Do you see like the blood coming out and shit too? Well, see, I can look at blood. I can look at gross things for the most part, like gory thing, anything. Not a problem. But if I'm watching someone take blood out of me, I'm out. If that's do it, I can't away, do it. Do you look? Away, do you like have to look away from when mm-hmm. they take your blood? Yeah, I do. Like, I, do. I was over here, and I just like I can't. And the worst part is, I could feel them siphoning the blood because it was just taking so long. It felt like my life force was draining. Did you not me. drink water or anything? Like, isn't it like oh, you I'm have well to drink? hydrated? Come on now. Oh, that's true. Yeah, like, come on now. I was hydrated. So I figured, like, because one time Sydney was trying to get blood drawn, they should, they couldn't find a vein, and when they did, it was literally like, oh. Well, the good news like, is your boy is like a cartography table, so they didn't have a hard time. I mean, yeah. it was just like, um, mm-hmm. and it was right after I went to work out too, so I was even more vascular, so it's super easy. But yeah, you got big veins, no big deal. <laughs> I'm very vascular. Um, that turns me on. But yeah, I'm sitting there and like, I was like, "Geez, it's got to be over soon. Got to be over soon." I'm like, eh, I felt like shriveling, like a witch or something. And he's finally done with it. I was like, oh, thank Jesus. So I went and sat in my car. I was like, I don't even know if I should drive yet. Um, but so I took all that blood. It was terrible. Do all the blood tests. They get back to me last, this Monday, a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, everything's normal. What? Oh. So yeah, Color that, me shocked, Mr. Fruit. That didn't answer anything. Um, but we tested I have a question like for you, Mr. Fruit. a million things, yeah. Do you think it, you are in a sort of a sense a hypochondriac in the sense that you think that there's always something wrong going on in your body? Uh, I don't think it. I know it. Same. <laughs> I know there's something. Like between my back ailing me every single day, um, that's the biggest one. I'm not like too worried about other w- things. Lower or upper, middle, back? Middle. It's <clears throat> it pretty much... Your P2. It'll be anywhere from... Mid lat to lower back, anywhere from there, and that's where I'm getting the MRI. It could be anywhere around there. Um, but I literally can't do mundane things. Like, like for instance, we did laundry, and I had to like take all the the shirts and put them on like the drying racks. Hate and doing, doing that. that after a couple minutes, I have to lay on my back and do PT work because it's cramping, and I'm like, ah. It because could be just, just so boring that your back is like, I don't want to do this. Like, no, I'm shutting down. Like, I can't do yard work. I can't bend down. I can't sit on my like. Yeah, it's like, I have it to can't be your chair because like you got the best chair in the biz. Like, great, great support. Yeah. Well, I got great support. And that's it can't be like your workouts because form is on point. Well, that's the ironic thing is actually the only time it usually doesn't hurt is workouts. Because I'm stretching it, and I think it's also because I'm, I'm using it in such a strict manner. Like the activity I'm doing is very controlled, and so the motion, like I know what I'm doing and everything. Um, it'll still f- on back days it can still flare up some, and then I just got to do some PT work. You should try wearing like a weightlifter belt, you know, like when you're doing that. Maybe that'll yeah. kind of help with your kind of form Maybe or something. It's, yeah, it's not really the issue. But yeah, go back to my. Uh, what was that? My heating bra or whatever? My heat. Oh yeah, I bra. forgot about that. 
<sighs> yeah, that's been something else. But um, so blood is chill. Yeah. So, but like, what blood type? I, I don't know actually. Oh. I guess I can ask. Um, it's like one of those things where like I guess it's good nothing was wrong, but I would have preferred them to say something was wrong yeah. so then I know what is wrong. Yeah. But instead, I'm just going to continue to be a lab rat for well like I, I i get this super sharp pain in my left knee if i'm ever like moving stuff or like exerting my knee or something like that, if i'm like going on hikes or like on un on like unlevel kind of terrain or something like that my knee can sometimes just have this super sharp pain and i got like mris on it and stuff like that and they came back and like yeah your knee looks great i was like all right well i'd rather have preferred you say we need to amputate this thing <laughs> yeah. rather than yeah, it looked great. Like you're gonna become so a great. I just, I just wasted all this money and all this time and effort. See, see how you have anxiety about like the the haircut place, or I have that with the doctors. Like I don't want to go to the doctors because I don't want to find out anything's wrong with me. You know what I mean? I'm at the point where it's just been so long that I would rather them just be like, "Here are your problems." I'm like, "Great." This is how we fix them. Or something, yeah, at least we got somewhere to go off of. But instead, it's just test it. Like, if these MRIs come back, brother, and they're like, yeah, we still have no idea, I'm pissed. At that point, I don't even know what I can do. So, um, but yeah, that's what reminded me. Uh, the blood test, blood work came back, okay. and it was... Okay. You're good, but Sag, question yeah, mark? but Sag. <laughs> um, and then that reminded me, though, because there was like this TikTok Claire showed me. Because mm-hmm, I struggle with this show. all the time. I don't have a TikTok. I'm just <laughs> The only time I ever did that was when I think Blue like linked a tweet in the oh, end. yeah. And it was like 98. You know, people, yeah. Well, no, it was like 521. And so like some guy did a thread of like his favorite TikTok. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so blue links one and it's like the 521st through the thread so i went in a rabbit hole and i just started scrolling up. <laughs> oh no i'm so sorry but that's also but it felt good didn't it I, yeah i didn't get through all of them but like i would find something and i was like oh the boys should like this so then i would be in it and it felt like <laughs> and then claire... it would link it'd be like 286 i'm like yeah. you fell down a rabbit hole mr fruit <laughs> but it felt like claire is always like yeah i have these tiktok show so she showed me this one and it was about this girl he was like sitting there with um, his girlfriend, and she just says something out of the blue, and he's in the kitchen, and he's just like, whoa. And then, like, time freezes, and he's sitting there, and he's trying to, like, dissect what she said. She, yeah, like, um, dissect the situation. Well, so she, like, says something random, like, yeah, like, yeah, so Jill um, and them are going Friday to this thing. It's like, wow, oh, Jill, Jill, uh, friends of this person, uh, which we <laughs> talked about last week, going to this place, probably going to this place. And he goes through the whole thing because... I know this, and Claire evidently didn't realize until this TikTok that she does this exact same thing, where out of nowhere in a conversation, or not even in a conversation, she just says something. Now you go, what? And it's because she's been thinking about this thing for Lord knows how long, and then she just assumes you know what she's talking about. Oh yeah, I know. So that. she just says this thing. I'm like, what? She's like, what do you what do you mean? What? what? I'm like, what, what? What are we talking about here? Uh, the the party, party. anxiety. Yeah, like I told you about this two weeks ago, like this thing, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, what? But she like, do you even listen to me? Like, yeah, yeah. So we have to. (laughs) So now I point it out to Claire. She'll say something and be like, yeah, and and uh, so my dad said that so and so. I'm like, your dad? Wait, what? 
Like we're, we're not even, we're, we weren't even talking. She goes, I did it again, didn't I? Okay, so like my dad and I, we talked, and she hasn't even told me about any of this. She goes all the way back, and it's the same exact thing. You have to sit there and be like, okay, wait, got this. Okay, why would she be talking about that? And then red line, and then this, and then we have her, and you're like sitting there with like the red strings. Yeah, you're like, oh, sick, babe. Cool. I think it's just a girl thing, but yeah, they kind of just assume. Because like, if I think of something, I'll be like, hey, babe, like remember that thing we talked about? Or like, hey, did I ever tell you about this? Okay, well, this, but instead she just goes. Like mid conversation, and you're just like, yeah, like Georgie fell down the well. Like, wait, what? Like, and you just, you just woke up. Just went, well, I've been thinking about this for a little while now. Well, Cindy will do this thing where, let's say, like she'll lose something like two weeks ago, and then she'll just kind of be sitting, and then we'll be like watching TV or something. And she'll be like, oh my god, I know where my purse is, and then like go and like run and get it, and then like I found it. And like you've been looking for that for three weeks, and while we're randomly watching TV, you just remembered where it was. She's like, yeah. And then just gets like, like you're not even watching the show. You're thinking about where your purse is <laughs> and where it's hidden. She's like, yeah, pretty much. All right. Yeah, I can't do that. Well, that's apparently also part of. Well, see, for me, as I've been looking at ADHD, I think I talked about it. I always had the misconception. I said this before that it's like a lack of focus, but yeah. hyper focus is also part of ADHD. ADHD and it's very obvious. Just, uh... I'm a hyper focuser. Yeah, when it comes ADHD to work, such a range of of things that like no no one person's ADHD is the same as someone else's. To you know, like it's just a big spectrum of pain. Well, well I think is the kid. The problem was like you were always just told or like seemed like whenever they explain ADHD, it's like oh yeah, because this kid's hyper and all over the place. He's ADHD, yeah. and you just only hear about that being ADHD. Yeah. But in reality, it's like hyper focus. And for me, I could never be like, that's where I put my purse. Because if I'm watching a show, brother, that's the only thing running in this brain. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm that's watching all that I'm show. Watching. I can't, I can't do it. I can't, I can't multitask. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just funny because it's, and now that she showed me that, we just like mention it constantly. I'll be like, babe, you're doing it again. Oh, yeah. My bad. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest and flip-flops? Yeah, we've all been there too. But here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. It's not about giving up. It's about switching it up. Fume takes your bad habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning, flavored air device that just does that. 
Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses delicious flavors. I love how this thing looks. It's beautiful and real wood. The shape of it is so cool. And I look cool using it. So if you want to be like me and break your bad habit, start the year off right with the good habit by trying fume.com slash GG and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners of the show 10% off whenever they use the code GG to help make starting the good habit that much easier. So make sure you guys check it out in the description. Try fume.com slash GG. Yeah, Cindy and I were watching like the the Formula One like Drive to Survive thing they have on Netflix. Super sick, by the way. And I got like this cool driving thing. Look at this. Woo! Are you gonna be playing? Oh, dude, it's so fun. I, so it's called yeah, it's Formula One, dude. And I'm I'm fucking back there. Bang. Oh, is, it, is that like literally made for that game specifically? Not specifically. Like it can like do other games and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, like it doesn't look like a Formula One wheel. wheel. But there are, like, actual, like, Formula One wheels you can get that, like, actually light up and stuff. It's super cool. You might as well just get the whole uh, chassis. I'm a big Formula One guy now. In, two, in a week, I turned into a big Formula One guy. It feels like over the past couple years, there's just been this, like, Formula One's just becoming a thing. It feels like it came out of nowhere, but it's, like, just... Oh, I mean, my popular. dad my dad has been into Formula One since, like, Schumacher and, like, Senna back in, like... Well, Senna was, name. like, the 80s, and then, like, Schumacher was, like, the early 2000s. So, like, I kind of fell out of love with it when I was, like, a teenager because I was like, ew, like, soccer's the only cool sport. Like, yeah, Like, any other sport's football, dumb. Some footy. Yeah, or, like, so NFL. Um, and, like, I, I just never super into racing uh, until, like, there's this documentary on Netflix it's like a series where they just go through like the uh the f1 season with the teams and stuff and it gives you like behind it it's fucking cool like and it just like it's just really interesting and like there's like drama because like all the drivers are like pretty boys and it's like i'm racing for ferrari and it's like i'm going to mclaren next year and it's like but i'm going to renault it's so sick dude blue are you into (laughs) formula one or anything like that uh, not really. I was always, uh, I was more of a, more of a rally car guy. Oh. Do you ever, Anything. have you ever, like, raced with these things, though? Dude, they're super fun. They make racing games, like, actually a ton of fun. Yeah, like, well, I, first time actually well using them. I, I've never had one of those, because I, I love racing games. I mean, I've slowly fallen out of love with them, but I never played one of those, and I feel like the second I play with one of those, like, it would be over. Oh, dude, it's so fun. And then, like, Rabbit. um... Rabbit it has, like, it came with, like, a, like, an actual shifter, like, so if you play, like, rally car games, and, like, like, it has pedals, too, like, this is underneath my desk now forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get that well, clutch. Yeah, so, like, Monaco's this weekend, which is, like, the biggest F1 race. I'm not gonna be able to watch it, though. Um, Why is that? Yeah, uh, because I'm going, I'm going camping for Oh, right, for the uh, engagement yeah, that, that's what the Nature. engagement party is. It's, yeah, it's oh. like, well, Cody's parents had like a cabin in like Fair Play. And so it kind of is like sitting on some land. So the idea is, is like we all bring our own tents and chairs and stuff like oh, that. And everybody just camps out there for a day. Only a yeah, day. Well, that's manageable. But you should watch it, Christian. If you're into, if you're looking for something new to watch where it's kind of drama filled and it's like something new to learn about and something that I think you'd find interesting. Uh, on Netflix, Formula One Drive to Survive. It's fucking cool. And um, the Texas Grand Prix is 
uh, my birthday weekend. So me and my dad. Oh, you're going out? Yeah, we're going to go to the uh, Circuit of the Americas race. Circuit of the Americas, the classic. Yeah, have you ever been there, Blue? No. It's like in Austin, right? <laughs> yeah, I haven't been there. Oh, no, no, I have been there. <gasps> oh, I just thought about this. I went Core to... Core memory I, unlocked. Yeah, I, I didn't go there for racing. I went there for this arcade fire show. And they played oh. at the Circuit of the Americas. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this place is nice. Can't wait to never come here again. <laughs> yeah, uh, Billy Joel is going to be performing there as well. So it'll be cool. Ooh. to see Billy Joel and... Uh, some Formula One racing, which will be cool. I don't know, like, what kind of tickets I'm going to get yet, though. Um, but it's going to be sick. So you should watch it, Christian. Or and Blue. if uh, yeah, Especially you, Blue, if you because you're into kind of racing and stuff like that. Speaking of rally cars, the only thing I ever knew about that stuff was um, Travis Pastrana. That's the only reason I, mean, I, that's, knew about I mean, yeah, he's like rally cars, right? He's like everything, kind of. Well, yeah, that was it. Just because, like, X Games, and that was the reason it was, like, Travis Pastrana. Nitro like, Circuit! Well, yeah, it's like, what is Travis Pastrana uh, competing in? Just, like, everything. Yeah. yeah. And what does he get gold in? Everything. Okay. Yeah, it was impressive. <laughs> Most impressive. But that's really all I know about that. I was never big into racing or cars, and I think that's because my older brother took all that. Like, I didn't need to because he was so into he all He was all into it. Like, he still is. He knows everything about cars, racing. And I would remember watching him just play Gran Turismo. And Did he have a wheel or no wheel? Back in the day, <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I don't, remember. I don't think so. Wheel or no whatever wheel. I like PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. We need to know. Um, but I never really liked those games, too. They were just too slow for me. Like, the one racing game I played was like Need for Speed Underground, baby. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. So the, those are really the only ones, like the more arcadey ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I could never. Well, what was it? I think it was PSX. Whenever they did that PlayStation Expo, which feels like forever ago, it's probably like 2015 or 2016. Is that when SRL got announced? Yeah, and that's when I met Bless. Um, and I remember I used to be somebody, and I started contact, and he was like, "Yo, I can get you into all the back rooms." So Dad and I went into all the, all, all the back rooms, and so essentially they had. All the show floor stuff, but in private rooms now, and so there are no lines, and mm-hmm. they're just developers waiting to play with you because they think you're someone special. <laughs> so we would just go room to room, and they had one. This is like when PlayStation VR was just being announced or like unveiled, mm-hmm. and they had a full chassis, like a whole oh, seat, God, with the wheel, everything. Um, Did it move too, or no? Like yeah, a little bit. Oh, God. and I forget what the game was, but brother. I made it about 20 seconds in before I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Like, you need to inject some dream holy, into this game sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a. It was like on a racetrack, and I'm sitting there, and I knew it immediately. I turn in game, and my body's like, we're not turning. And I'm like, Ooh. it was bad. Yeah. There's like a. There's a new VR game. It's not the F1 game, but like you can plug your VR headset into like the thing and also like do pedals and steering that just seems like so first of all i'll be damned if i'm streaming i'll be damned if you see me streaming like this (laughs) why not man (laughs) just don't have you know what i mean like i think it's just so ridiculous looking it is pretty but it does seem fun but i think i would puke (laughs) Oh, I mean, 
what was it? I tried, I think I talked about it, but when I first got PSVR, I was having trouble with some of the games. And there was this one robot game. All the others had kind of made me nauseous. But I tried this one robot game. I don't remember what it was, but you were like in oh, a mech or something. I know what you're talking about because it was like the first VR game that mm-hmm. like people were play testing and stuff. And I didn't even make it through the tutorial. And the rest of the day, I had to just lay down. It was like the vertigo and motion sickness I got from it was, and that was on Dramamine too. It was, oof. I can't do it. Like literally, I was sitting in the tutorial and I'm like sweating profusely. It's like Robo AC, Recall. Right? That might have been it. But I'm sitting there like, oh my god! Like I'm I'm trying to get through. Like it'll be, oh my god! And I couldn't. It was terrible. I just can't do it. Cause I, and then I yeah. looked it up, too, and there's, like, a certain percentage of people who just, like, Can't are super susceptible to motion sickness, and I'm just one of them. Yeah. So, until we get, like, the full rigs, I think it might help if, like, like they had those, like, treadmill things, you know? Where, like, oh, where, like, body you, like, can actually, yeah, like, my body's like, like f- oh, okay, we're moving in-game and IRL. Like, actual 4D motion, like. Yeah. But until that happens, I think. Um, Dude, we're going to be, like. We'll be phasing out when that is, like, the normal. Like, we'll be, like, 50, It'll 60. keep me young. Yeah. Maybe I'll stream it for you, chat. Like, we'll see. <laughs> Four years. I can only imagine what that'll look like. Well, I mean, think about it. 15 years ago, our job wasn't even a thing. Yeah, exactly. So, in 15 like, years from now, who knows? I mean, 15 years ago was, what, 2006? Mm-hmm. What a year. I mean, really, are you... Our job wasn't really a thing until like 11 years ago, really. Because 2010, I think, is about where contracts started happening. Yeah, like the first like actual person I remember getting paid from YouTube was equals three. Three. He was up there. Ray William Johnson. I used to love him. Yeah, he's like a... Him, PewDiePie. I'm trying to think of like... Well, he was before PewDiePie. By a good bit. Like Jenna Marbles was one of the first. Uh... Uh... Trying to think of the OGs. I'm trying to think too. Who who's the guy that did the Mortal Kombat stuff? Um, it was like Oh, they I don't know. they became big off of it though. But uh, Smosh, maybe them. Smosh I think that's was who it one. is. Um I think uh what was her name? Uh Ryan he did, Higa he did or video whatever game. his name was. Ryan Higa, yeah. Uh whoever did I can't remember his name, who did like video game high school. He did all oh, those, like, video game sports. Um, um, uh, yeah, I know. Look. It's like right. He's there. like the first like 3D, 4D like uh, like editor that kind of did that stuff. Video game yeah. high school. Isn't it like Freddie something or? Freddie oh, Wong maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freddie Wong. That's so. it. Yep. Freddie Wong. Yeah. He was up there. I pulled that hat. I pulled that name out of the back of my yeah. head. Holy shit. Well, I was thinking Fwong. F Wong. And I was like, why is it? I guess that was close. Freddie Wong. Does he still make content on YouTube or no? Uh, he, he made awesome videos. Yeah. Well, that was the thing, too, is nowadays, stuff like that, like, making well, really high-quality short content doesn't get you anywhere. Or, like, or noise, but... like um, because the, now they have that... Have you seen, like, VR... Captain Sparkles. Like, VR directors uh, or, like, FX react to movies and stuff yeah. like that? I feel like that is kind of the, that form now of content is That's like... That's Corridor Digital. They also used to do more like 
Freddie Wong stuff. Freddie Wong kind of started it. Cordo Digital came in, except they weren't Cordo Digital at the time. Then they formed yeah, their studio. Freddie Wong hasn't uploaded on Rocket Jump. I guess that's his new channel in about two years. Well, good luck whenever you're doing, Freddie. Oh, I'm sure he's good Love you. whatever he's doing. But yeah, those are like the old... That's when like we were in high school. Like yeah. Those were the, the channels. For uh, Philip DeFranco, I feel like he was there. Yep. I feel like Philip DeFranco is probably like the, the only. Yeah, for sure. He's like, a like if I look YouTube. If I look up a Philip DeFranco video, I'm gonna look up his first video that he uploaded. It has to be like so, like at least 2006. Oh, I guess he's like deleted some of his old ones. So. Yeah, because four years ago is his last one. So, oh, yeah, he's, he's OG as fuck. Yeah. Or it might have been a different channel. I don't know. Yeah. But either way. Yeah, that, that, that just shows you how different times have gone. Like, they did the survey of kids. Like, you know, nowadays, they're like, what's your favorite? Or, like, what do you want to do when you grow up? And it's like, yeah, I want to stream for a content creator or an influencer. 10 years ago, 15 years ago, it was, that wasn't even uh, an answer. Those- it was like, I want to be an astro. I want to be... Whatever it was, I actually have no idea what it was. I feel like being an astronaut is just like this default answer, but really, is that everybody's yeah. like most wanted? I, don't, I never wanted to be an astronaut. I did, dude. Fuck, going <laughs> to space? What's cooler than that? Yeah, Big but... Content creator! <laughs> in space? <laughs> now we're talking breaking barriers, brother. Speaking yeah. of breaking barriers, can we talk about how cool it is with Bless playing with Reggie? Uh, oh, and yeah. raising like 80 grand what for St. Jude. Fudge. So Go I don't, fucking I, you, bless. Yeah, I don't know if we've talked about it. For those that don't know, uh, the Nintendo guy, Reggie, is like Ames Film, Filmy? I don't know how to say his last name. Reggie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Reggie and then F-I-L-S-A-I-M-E with a accent. So Phil's Ame, Phil's M. I have no idea. But... He, who recently left Nintendo. But for whatever reason, Bless has always talked about this. He's followed Bless on Twitter. Which is for so... Ever. So many years. And before Reggie followed, like... I think fo- Reggie follows like 250 people now. There was a point where Reggie only followed like 12. Or something. Or, yeah. not, not even... It was like 12. And Bless was one of them. <laughs> yeah. And he still... He did not... He still doesn't know today why that was. We're like, dude, sick. <laughs> And so finally, years later, Bless is doing his charity live stream, which he's still doing right now. So if you want to go. Support. It's like a month long thing. It started in the first of May. And I think it ends like the push.tv slash blessings. Um, he's raising money for St. Jude Children's Hospital. And he tweeted that. At um, Reggie, Reggie saying, you know, hey, if we hit this goal, would you be down to play a game of Mario Party with me? And he set a goal, and apparently Reggie DM'd him separately. He was like, yo, I saw your tweet. Like, tell me, like, what are you doing? What's going on? What's the goal? Like, let's set a high goal. Uh, and so they set it at 75000 and they've hit seven. Oh, and then on top of that, Twitch came in. We're like, yo, we'll match donations. Yeah, and up then, to, like, twenty grand. So he's tech- yeah. Bless is already technically, I think, already at, like, 100000 yeah. probably raised. So, and then Reggie said, sure enough, if you hit that goal, we'll play it. So now they have it set up to where... Bless Reggie and then two people from Raffles from Donators will be playing with them in a game of Mario Party. And it's just so Yeah, I think it's one is the highest donator and then one is like a raffle of uh 
like if you donated five hundred, you're like in, into a raffle. And so we're proud of you, bless, and it's gonna be super sick to watch. I thought oh, we should yeah. just kind of touch up on it. Yeah, it's dope. It's just, he he literally like, I think if he could if he could meet any idol, you know, like people ask that question, he'd be like Reggie. Yeah, and it's funny because he's a Nintendo brand ambassador. He is an yeah, a Nintendo brand ambassador. He's not a content creator. He's a Nintendo yeah. brand ambassador. Yeah, very important, very big distinguishing. Good for you, bless. We're proud of you. Um, speaking of other barriers being broken, um, Overwatch going five v five, uh, because pros are in shambles. <laughs> Did I you tried, see that XUC clip that. I put in the chat? Yeah. It's basically like when the gladiators say they're not competing in contenders, and XUC's like, "Did I just lose my job?" <laughs> yep. Oh, I didn't. He's like, I didn't even know. I I think I just got fired. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So it was like Overwatch, like uh, off tanks, reading the news today. <laughs> it was yeah. like, I guess I got fired today. <laughs> so for those out of the loop, yesterday, May 20th, Overwatch did a live stream with Overwatch 2 PvP gameplay. Because all we've really heard up until this point, too, is just PvE stuff. Uh, so we've all been wondering, like, okay, you're making a sequel. So, like, what's happening in PvP? Like, surely you got to be doing something. Well, they're mixing up pretty big. Which might not seem big to some people, but it's very big. Overwatch is moving from 6v6 to 5v5. <gasps> and and so I, a lot of people are joining. I think it's funny. Half the Overwatch League tanks right now are like sweating. Like, oh, no. So they're either getting benched and then the bench warmers are getting fired or vice versa. Who really knows? But they're moving to 5v5. And personally... I'm all here for it. And they're changing the role queue. Specifically, we're, we're mentioning tanks because they're keeping role queue or role lock or whatever they call it. But now it's two DPS, two support, one tank. And that's how they're doing the 5v5. And so that's why everyone's like, well, one less tank player. And they're changing up the sandbox as well because of that, the way tanks work now. They're making them more bruiserish. Um, all of them as a whole are tankier. They give less ult charge. All of them are kind of getting some reworks. Like, they showed a couple. Um, we already kind of knew it. Reinhardt, for instance, has two flame strikes. I think that's what it's called. And his shoulder charge maneuver is now more... You have more mobility and control with it. You can turn tighter, all that kind of stuff. You can also cancel it whenever you want now. Oh, that's cool. Um, so then you can, like, go in halfway, juke them out, you know, shatter, do whatever you want. Um, as well as I think just more health. He has um, like 600, 700 health now or something. Uh, and then others got changed. So like Zarya now has two charges of her bubbles that are shared. So she could send out a bubble on her support and her DPS. Or she could bubble herself and then bubble herself again. And all this kind of stuff. And that's currently they're testing that. Winston now has an alternate fire where he shoots electricity uh in like a singular bolt so now he has range and some oh, more nice so to aim <laughs> well only his alt fire um so no aim oh he, he doesn't have primal tonight. anymore he is primal but his oh, okay. alternate fire you now hold it it oh, charges alternate. a thing i think he said alt fire oh no, no alternate um they're changing that apparently they've changed roadhog a good bit but i don't think they i don't think he needs that. much change he seems like the most like we'll see the problem is kind of 
why would you play Roadhog when everyone else could give like barriers? Like or like Roadhog shield just takes up a whole bunch of space physically. Like all he's gonna do is get hurt and he doesn't have a shield, so they're looking at ways. To kind of but- like help because now a tank almost has to have a support kind of function with it. Almost. Well, that's why, like, people are saying, like, what's going to happen to, like, Diva. Hammond? Because, <laughs> like, Hammond, any CC and you're done, you can get focused. You can't get, like, a bubble now from Azaria. You don't have support from another And tank. Hammond's whole thing is to, like, kind of play on his own kind of game sometimes. Yeah. Like, play in the back line and just be annoying. Like. So, they also talked about how, though, they're looking throughout the entire game to lower the CC. Or even just remove a lot of it. Like they mentioned, they're thinking of just like removing McCree's stun, for instance, and replacing it with something else. Um, what do you? What does CC stand for? Like crowd control. Crowd control. Okay, crowd yeah. control. Um, but they like they heard like obviously CC is a problem, and then it's like a power creep in CC. Shields are a problem. It feels like, you know, Overwatch nowadays, all you're, you're spending more time shooting shields than you are the the enemy. You know, mm-hmm. so they're looking at changing these kind of things and. So it sounds like they're finally trying to fix the whole problem Overwatch has kind of been having where it's like this weird creep to where it's just like these death balls and you feel like you're not doing much. An individual skill doesn't seem to shine as much. But now reduce it to 5v5, take out an extra tank, and then also change a lot of the fundamentals of the sandbox. And personally, I think just the 5v5 is big enough because even then it's it's two less people in this mess of fights mm-hmm. and i think that allows for more the less people you have the more individual skill can shine i think so this could give dps players a better chance to like pop off or the other big thing too is now support players they don't have to worry about healing two tanks they only have one tank so they That's talked true, about too. how meta now in like some of their play tests is one healer is like all right i'm just gonna i'm just gonna stick to our tank the other healer you get everyone else or, cool. yeah, sense. or now it's like you just kind of throw some stuff, but now you don't have to waste everything on a tank. Or like You're having tanks. a Pharaoh Mercy and like just having the Mercy on the Pharaoh and then like yeah. Ana or someone like just watches everybody else. Or they're talking about how some of the meta they've seen is, okay, both tanks or both healers just heal tank and we'll try and make him like an unkillable Goliath kind of thing. But it makes more interesting too because that gives more agency to supports where like, hey... Now as a support, maybe as Batiste, I can actually do damage. Yeah. Or, you know, um, with passives as well, supports, every role is getting a passive. So supports passively regenerate health. Tanks, all of them get what is Reinhardt's current passive, which is reduced knockback and crowd control effects, I believe. Uh, DPS, you move faster. Base movement speed. And, yeah, those are the three classes. I did like the sound of Soldier's new gun, though. It sounds good. It was meaty. Pack the punch. Oh, um, it sounded good. Yeah, now it's like, go, 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 go. Yeah, it sounded great. Um, but so, like, supports, that helps, too, because now as Ana, for instance, you don't have to waste your nades to heal yourself. Um, you can just passively regenerate. And then Mercy's passive regeneration will now just be, like, on roids. But there's all these interesting things. And it just sounds nice. Like, it, it finally seems more like, okay, they're doing more than just, like, putting a two on it and adding some PB. They're finally tackling and answering the hard questions of like, what the fudge do we do with this PVP sandbox? Cause they definitely had no idea of what they wanted Overwatch to be. And then I think at this point it's definitely 
become its own thing that I don't think they planned on it to be. Here's my question. Remember how they said that Overwatch, like you didn't have to buy Overwatch 2 to play Overwatch 2? That has to change now, right? I'm starting to die. Yeah, that was what they like. That like has three to not ago. even be in the realm of thinking now. Now that there's five, that was my first thought. I was like, okay, now you have to buy Overwatch too. There's no way in hell that they that that's gonna happen. I mean, I guess technically all you'd have to do is like send out an update, right, to the old game to where five v five, and you just put out the hero changes and the new maps. You just don't get the PVE stuff. I know they could still do it. It still seems odd. And it just I, seems so weird. I just like, hope it doesn't hold it back either. Um, kind of like how like Destiny 2 was when it first came to like other Yeah, consoles. like I hope some limitations, rightfully so, from a game they released you know, five years ago, whatever, um, on older systems as well. Because that's if the case, you know, they got to make sure that the Switch is running the same and the PS4 and the Xbox One. Um, so it's interesting, but the, the big announcement... You know, I think some people meme it. And there are some people, apparently, like the Overwatch subreddit isn't... It's like Shambles. that meme from Community where you walk in with the pizza boxes and yeah. everything's on fire. And everyone's like... That's kind of what it's like. Everyone's it. like, this is trash! Um, but personally, I'm way more for it. I, it sounds so. like, at least from what I've seen, it seems like the casual kind of community that have like left Overwatch since playing it and all that kind of stuff seem to be about that kind of change and all that kind of stuff. And it seems like the person who has stuck with Overwatch for so long uh, seems to be less um, uh, excited about change. Which is weird, because yeah. how can you not want any sort of change after the same, playing the same thing for five years? Not same thing, but like just kind of... I mean, yeah, maybe I would that's... say the first two seasons of Overwatch were good like and kind of different. Maybe three. And then just after that, though, just, it's just it's the game got more and more solved, quote unquote, yeah. like figured out. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe that's why I I'm more open to it is because I've kind of fallen out of love with the current Overwatch, and so I'm looking for something new, and this is something new. So it makes sense that people who still love Overwatch for what it is, like, hey, we don't think it needs this, but personally, I think it I think it needs it. I think it needs uh some kind of a, a revamp, a, a powder of some sort. And I think that's 5v5 as long as with a lot of these changes we're hearing about, like less CC, less shields, more um, agency as just a player and having an impact on the game with your individual skill sounds a lot more fun. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll see. I, I'm excited for it. Lord knows when we'll get it, though. We're thinking... Since they just I, revealed all this stuff, you got to think it's sooner than rather. I'm than thinking later. like May next year. That's what I'm thinking. May, April of next year, like right when summer's about to hit. I think that's when they'll drop it. But like I right now, we see. I feel like they might just do it on their own terms. They might reveal something at like E3. I feel like they won't. I think they'll just wait until next BlizzCon and then announce like, "Yo, it's out soon, like real soon after BlizzCon." Now, I want someone to clip this as this is what's going to happen. Oh. E3, they're not going to announce anything or they do a little something. And then, Getting say, the De December comes around, okay? They drop gameplay and they drop everything. Drop the drop the date. They say they say spring 2022, okay? And, and then, then it comes out. It's available now. 
and then it comes right out May now. Mayish right now. And then when it comes, and then when they like announce something or like they're getting hyped for it in like March Aprilish, they announce the Overwatch like TV show or like their adaptation to that. The I Overwatch I, porn, something like that. They are going to announce like a TV show along with the game. Like I think when the game comes out, they'll be like, and Overwatch TV shows coming out. To, like, build hype or something like that. To not only get to people to play the game, but also that they know this TV show is coming. Diva Dami Mommy Simulator. Like, there's going to be, you like, a, a new tandem VR drop. Game. Or, like, <laughs> as soon as this comes out, they're going to be like, and in fall of 2022, expect the new Overwatch show on HBO Max, Netflix, whatever it is. I mean, I'd be down. Just that's like League's doing. Mm-hmm. That, that's why I think it's going to happen. They're going to kind of follow the whole League strategy. I mean, same thing. Like all the, all the Overwatch shorts we've gotten over the years. Are obviously, awesome. not so much recently. But yeah, it's like, man, just imagine a show or a movie like this. It'd be sick. So I think they're definitely capable of it. We'll see if that that comes to fruition. But I I think no matter what, it'll probably be like some surprise at BlizzCon where it's like, and Overwatch Two is available either like now or like this weekend Whoa. when BlizzCon's over. Or at least like the beta or something. I feel like there's gonna be something about that. In twenty twenty two or twenty twenty one? Twenty twenty two. the BlizzCon twenty twenty one's already happened. Oh that's it was like right. two month two, three months ago. Um but Okay, I would so be, I'm with you. I'd be glad to be wrong and it comes out like this year. That'd be sick. I fucking doubt that. With Jeff leaving nice, and shit, but... no chance, right? Yeah. So I, I can't wait to figure out though in the years to come to see why he left. Like it could have just been, you know, he was ready for something different. I wonder if it was like almost like a Halo Infinite thing where like he's like, this, this just isn't, isn't where it's going. Or like, I yeah, wanted. this is whack. We'll see. And now it's at the point where like if I don't, I can't make it the game I want and everyone's just going to hate me. And so it's like I can go out the hero now or I can go out Teenage as the villain. Because if Overwatch 2 was rash and poorly everybody's and gonna then blame he Jeff. dips then it's like oh yeah. he's just going down the sinking ship or that's what i think it is like he's just not trying to save face because jeff kaplan has totally earned the right to do that <laughs> but i think it's him going i don't think overwatch 2 is going to be that great or something like that or it's not going to be the game that i envisioned it to be so i'm gonna take a step back chief i mean i don't blame it if it were me though there's no way i could work on the same thing for 20 years or whatever so at that point, yeah. I'd be ready for some change, too. But Yeah, that's Overwatch 2 news. Exciting. At least PvP. We haven't had any PvP updates. So, very fun. Uh, there's another game here you wanted to talk about, Rom. Yeah, uh, Phantom Abyss. It's like this new kind of... I w- What, platformer? Temple run? I don't know. But basically, it's like this random generated temple and imagine you're indiana jones and you run through it and there's like people next to you who is like it's like their ghost like you see them around you but they're not actually there with you and as you're running through it um again no temple is ever the same it's all kind of just generated and all that kind of stuff and you only have one life to do it so like you could fall immediately and die and then you will never mm-hmm. see that temple again. And then you just go on to another like random temple with like I don't know if it's like you're playing with a group of twenty people or something like that, or well, it's it, like. So it, well, at least from the little bit I saw, um, it seems like when you get you essentially matchmake 
to find a full lobby to go into this randomized run. So let's say there's like 10 or 20 of you or whatever. To start. I don't know how many there are. Let's say 10. So there's 10 of you that start through this temple. And you are essentially trying to speed run to the end because if you stay ahead of everyone, while they're not physically there, they can physically interact with like the treasure and steal it from you. So the like treasure chest within these rooms. And if you're, if you're behind somebody and they pick it up, you can't get anything from that treasure. So you're competing with these other people to get these treasures to buy like perks and stuff to make you have a better chance of making it further into these runs. And then once you end a run, you wait for everyone to finish, you match make into like the next room. And then it will be like four adventurers died. So that's, you look around, there's six of you left and you keep going, you keep going, you go to the next room. Maybe two adventurers died through those temples. So now there's four of you left and you keep going, you keep going, trying to get treasure. And yeah, it it's, says it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it says you get only one attempt at the temple run. Once you're out, you're out. Only one person in the world can claim a legendary relic, sealing its temple forever. But the ghosts of the fallen players before you will reveal their paths to aid or hinder your attempt. Will you take the clear? Will you take an early exit to keep your spoils or press on for glory? Seems really sick. Yeah. So and I'll be playing that maybe today. If Christian gets his code today, maybe we'll be playing it today. And I know there's Twitch integration. I don't know how that works. I don't know if like the audience. It's like well here it, like it says viewers. Well, it says like Twitch. It says challenge other streamers. <laughs> streamers. Oh, share Let's your user ID so other streamers can attempt to t attempt the temples you've run or vice versa. Share your temple links or specific temples. Here is how you do this in your enter temple, and then like in the briefing they like show you how to do that and stuff. That's interesting. Yeah, it looks really really cool. Like I, just kind cool of. Idea. I don't know how to say this. They call it an asynchronous multiplayer, or A S Y N C H R O N O U S. I don't know how to say that. Well, I'd have to see it, but yeah, let's. You're close enough. Yeah, but it looks super dope, and I'm excited to play that. And I hope you get your code today, so we can't play it today. Oh, thanks. Me too. Uh, what else do we have on here? Um, oh, I know you wanted to touch uh, on this a little bit, Mr. Fruit. Oh. Um, F in the chat for uh, the, oh, the no. Monocon, uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, Rob, you've been recording, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to need your audio. Okay. You guys have been muted, but that's Oh, fine. okay. I have it. I have it all. All right. I'll keep going, but yeah, I just looked over and I'm like... Yeah, that's a tough one where you don't see second. the things going on. Yeah, yeah so, we're good. I, I have a recording. So okay. it's like worst case scenario, you have to use my entire recording. Well. Oh, Pog. Okay. Because I know you. Things happen, all right? Things happen. Like a solid like one out of ten times, you're going to mess up audio. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's okay. Now, that's what you call an uh, an author of a manga, right? A manga con, right? Yes. Or, yeah, a mangaka in, or whatever. Mangaka. Rest in peace uh, to the mangaka of Berserk. Yeah. I don't know the name or the anime or anything, but that's still sad. Pardon your regular scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. Um, yeah, yes, I think it was yesterday. It was announced that the yeah. creator of Berserk passed oh. away. He's only like 56 or something. Really sad. Um, it comes as a blow, obviously, for any fans. One, because apparently I don't think he shared... One, I don't think he shared his like health problems or something to anybody, so it kind of came out of nowhere. Um, and then I believe he also didn't leave like the legacy of where he wanted the story to go to anybody, I don't believe. So I think Berserk as it is won't finish 
Um, really? Yeah, which has been going on for a while and obviously has a, a big following. Uh, I know Berserk because my personal trainer I met a couple of years ago, became friends with him. He had a Berserk tattoo and he loved the show. Um, and I remember I tried it and I haven't watched it. It's very different. The animation style, the animation style is really what kind of just I wasn't about. It's like that, um, if I'm remembering correctly, it's kind of like that choppy 3D CG. Um, I couldn't, I I couldn't watch the. Berserk I'm looking anime. at it right now. It kind of looks like 90s anime, like kind of almost early it, 80s anime too. Yeah, I mean it's it's like a style. I just don't like that style. There's a lot yeah. of animes like that or whatever. Um, but I know tons of people love it, especially it was obviously a manga first, and that's what he's been writing. Yeah. Um, but a huge following. But yeah, it was just a big blow to a lot of people uh, out of nowhere. He's, he's been I, writing this since 1989. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, I personally couldn't get into the anime. I just felt like it wasn't it wasn't the wave, but the the manga was. It's hard to. It's impossible to overstate how much an influence this game had on. Uh, you see, you see it in Japanese media all the time, with games like Dark Souls. Uh, uh, you see, like Devil May Cry, uh, even as far as like Final Fantasy, so much of so much of the high fantasy in Japan's culture culture is like is defined by Berserk, and yeah, but- even over here into Western media, like Berserk has been around for so long, and so many like Castlevania. Uh, I'm reading something on Final Fantasy that was inspired by Berserk. Uh, It says, thousands of online players gathered in a Final Fantasy XIV to mourn um, Miura, I believe that's how you say his name, Uh, with many many playing the Dark Knight class, which itself was heavily inspired by Berserk's protagonist. Yeah, so this is actually really cool. I I didn't get to be a part of it because I was raiding at the time. But my friends were like, Yo, come to Ulda in the in our free company chat, and I was like, why would they go to Ulda? And then the and then they were just like, oh my god, there's so many Dark Knights, and I was like, oh no, it's the, it's a tribute for Berserk. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a bunch of just a bunch of Dark Knights, like Dark Knight is literally just a straight direct inspiration of Berserk. So, they like just a bunch of Dark Knights gathered in Ulda. The Dark Knights look badass. Dark Knights are sick. It's they like cool. second favorite tank for me. Maybe but, I'll have to um, try yeah. and read the manga if I can't do the show. Yeah, like, you'll, like early on, Berserk's not really like my thing. The manga is, has incredible art. Um, but like even reading it, like you just see like, when did this come out? Oh my, this came out like before everything else. Like, the progenitor of a lot of the tropes and stuff we have now. Yeah, it says kind of like Dragon like, Ball and stuff. Manga artists, um, including Blue Exorcist author and Attack on Titan authors, uh, have cited Mira and Berserk as influences. Yep. I'm sp- I'm sure there's plenty more too. Yeah, and like, like what Blue said, like Cloud is inspired by him. Uh, Dante from Devil May Cry, Dark Souls series is. It's kind of crazy. I didn't even I didn't know how. I didn't either. No, much yeah. is stretched. I mean, when you when you read it, 
you just like it's just gonna be like it looks oh, badass yeah. it's like, like oh yeah i've seen all like i've seen all of this and then it's just like you see when it comes you see when it came out and i was like this came out like 10 years before everything else that i already know about came out like it's crazy you'll have to give it more of a, a fair shot or at least maybe the manga and who knows it might still not be for me but i mentioned it well and then i guess the other rough part though is so what did like what it, what is the series gonna do now like maybe yeah. maybe he did have an ending planned or like a rough idea or maybe someone will who's been working like closely with him try to now. yeah like finish it or i know but well, that there's definitely... like a there's a youtube series that i really like and it's like this guy who lives in japan and kind of just follows people who do like jobs in japan and like one of my favorite ones is like he follows like a manga con like artist and like who like does a manga con it is so fucking cool like like what they do like he shows up and starts drawing and then like five people from like the studio come to the like, his place and they all start drawing manga and stuff it's really cool so i'm wondering if it's like was that on youtube you said people yeah it's like um it's like a it's like this youtuber he just lives in japan and kind of follows you know uh, what the name is uh, I could find it like uh, Japan Casino Job. Like, let's see. Yeah, so a day, uh, Paulo from Tokyo, P A O L O from Tokyo. So he like a day in the life of a Japanese casino worker, Pachinko. And then there's like oh. ones where it's like day in the life of a manga artist or day in the life of a Japanese firefighter. It's really like interesting. Like, Elegant. and you kind of. Yeah, you kind of. I I literally went down a rabbit hole one day and like literally just like watch everything. Let me uh, yeah. So he follows this manga con artist. Um, I'll put it in the uh, sub chat for you guys. Uh, and it's a pretty dope like uh, way of like seeing how manga's made and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so you see like Japanese university student, cosplay worker, game programmer, ramen chef, firefighter, delivery worker, and he just follows them, and it's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds really interesting. It sounds like, for whatever reason, every time I go into this pho restaurant near us, they have this big old TV on the back wall, and it's only ever playing these bizarre, like, Asian food videos. Where Oh, yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, where it's just them making these Asian, and they're like forever long. Every single pho place does this. They always play. We just have this My, playlist. Is there like an unspoken rule at a pho place? Like you have to play these really <laughs> weird, like. It has like, to be, and they're like weirdly entrancing. You first like, what is he making? And then you're just like, thirty minutes have gone by. It's bizarre. Um, and then I pho is great though. Uh, are you still You're playing great. your gacha game right now, Mr. Fur? Are you still min-maxing? I know you wanted to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, we min-maxing, baby. So, okay. So, you're running and you ran into a fight. So, yeah. in this fight, you want to win. And what happens if you win? Well, there's, like, different stages to it. You missed it. There's, like, they all have their special abilities. Because, like, technically, like, if I turn off, I can't turn off auto. Because I have the whole thing. But, like, it's almost like an RPG. Every character has, like, three different Turn-based, skills. Yeah. yeah. With different cooldowns, all this kind of stuff. And I'm just hopelessly addicted. And gotcha games just aren't good for my health. I can only play this one because I don't think I could Will afford it. you play a gotcha game I like called CSGO. 
and then just let me use whatever you get, please. And then, Mr. Free, you can actually, like, sell those whenever you get bored, please. Yeah, I should. But there's just, like, it's just this perfect blend of, like, you kind of got to, at points, you got to, like, plug in and figure out strategy and do things. But at the other times, you can just kind of let it vibe. And it's nice. But it also reminded me of, um, recently Genshin Impact had this, like, new character come out. And I just kind of keep up to date with it because I know that's like MTash thing now. Okay. Ever since he moved on from Destiny. But there's this guy. Uh, I think I have it pulled up. Just so I remember his name. Uh, Enviosity. Um, who's like the biggest like Genshin Impact streamer, content creator kind of. Because he had like 30,000 people watching him on this day. And that's a lot for Genshin Impact. That's like the whole directory. And so this new character had come out. And so apparently he is, it's like the 240th day of Genshin Impact release, whatever. And he's completely free to play. He's never put like a dollar into it. And so he was finally going to pull on this banner. So this new character came out in this limited banner where you have a better chance of pulling them. And so he was finally going to use like most of the stuff he's used up, like saved up to try and get this character because he can't get all these other characters because he's, He's free to play. Uh, yeah. And he just ends up getting insane luck uh, and almost doesn't have to like spend anything. And it was just so interesting to see because like there was like arguments in the comment section as well because like people were like, this is a feeling a whale never gets. Because like the, the pure excitement and like hype he got definitely can't be matched because he spent 240 days saving and you know, getting this stuff is really rare for him. And so it's really exciting. And then people are like, this is something whales will never understand. And if for people that are like, what are you talking about whales? Um, they've been a thing in any game, but especially like mobile games and gotcha games. Whales are considered the people sure who... It comes from like poker or like gambling. It probably does. Like, yeah, I'm sure it comes like, from... Yeah. From something. Um, but essentially it's like the suckers who have so much cash, whatever they're like in like regards to like a gotcha game. They're practically like, you know, making the game free to play for everybody else. They spend so much money. Um, cause in gotcha games, um, it's essentially, you have all these, it doesn't matter what it is, but essentially there's like loot boxes and you're trying to get certain things and there's drop rates and the likelihood you do it, blah, blah, blah. And the rarer they are, the harder they are to get. So you're, it's kind of like a lottery essentially. Mm -hmm. And so people can put a ton of money into it, but this, Free-to-play players saved up, got super lucky, got all this stuff. People were hyped. Um, and then everybody was, like, pooping on whales, which doesn't make any sense because you're able to play this free-to-play game because yeah, it's like whales your game exist. is yeah. only as big as it is because of whales. Like, Yeah. Like... Someone's got to fund it. I'm sure um, MiHoYo, the people who make Genshin Impact, don't like Enviosity. They don't like that he's, like, the biggest content creator because he's a free-to-play content creator, right? And so for them, you know how much money they made from Enviosity? Nothing. And he might just be promoting this free-to-play idea, which, like, I, I'm sure they don't mind. Like, obviously, they have free-to-play players that are going to stay free-to-play. But obviously, if they can, they want to incentivize people, hey, spend some money. Um, But then other people, like, talked about it. It's like, well, the difference between a lot of whales and free-to-plays sometimes are whales are busy, have less free time, um... And so instead, it's a trade-off. They don't have as much time to spend, so they use their money as a shortcut, whereas a lot of free-to-players 
can sometimes grind out the game more in order to get they obviously won't get as far but like there's two sides of the same coin i don't think anybody's wrong or right it's just like a casino you know you go to a casino a casino is sure we'll take your money but like they don't care how much it is but if there's like somebody who is like a whale in the sense and they want them gambling at their casino you know They'll give them a free room comp, you yeah. know, ooh, free drinks, you know, that we'll kind of stuff. We'll fly in free this, this yeah, weekend. Yeah, we'll fly and... in free, Mr. Barkley. Like, come yeah. on in and come on, gamble your $300,000. Bring your money. Yeah, thanks. You know, they they want to bring the whales in, you know. They're cool with having their free-to-play players, and they, they make their 30 to $40. But on that one whale, they can make what they make on 80% of their player base off that one player. So they're going to do anything they can to make sure that player comes to their game or their casino to spend their money there. So which and they're always going to think about the whales first and that's because that's who's spending their money. So they're going to base the game or base the kind of drops and all that kind of stuff around whales. So I I don't know why they I mean I, I think the, like it's just like kind of like CS:GO cuz you can open up like a knife that's like five bucks, but then you can all or twenty or seventy bucks, I guess, is the cheapest knife. And then you can open up a knife that's worth fifteen thousand dollars. But the like, biggest difference though is like CSGO is definitely not a gotcha game in that sense no. because it's not it CSGO would be a gotcha game if um the AK forty seven you can only use it if you've pulled it from, you know, a loot box or like mm-hmm. gameplay I can wise pay cash for it. Like, I can still buy it off a secondary market for cash. Well, I'm saying gameplay-wise, everything is available to everyone. Like, you don't... There's no gameplay-changing mechanics you can find in loot boxes. Whereas a lot of gotcha games, that's what's the difference. It's like like in Genshin Impact, this new character isn't just a reskin character. She literally does... She has all brand new ability. It's like a league champ, essentially. Yeah. Like, come in and it's a different way to play the game. And you can only get it if you pull them. From opening like summons or banners, yeah, yeah, essentially loot boxes. And uh, you gotcha games are scary because um, I can definitely I, I can be a whale. It's um oh I mean I good. am a whale in CS:GO nowadays. Yeah, it's I, like unfortunately I don't open as many cases as I used to now. Now I just if I like the skin I'll just go and buy said skin now instead of opening. Say the skin is $600 and I really want the skin. Oh, I'm going to open up cases to get it for less than 600 And then I open up $900 worth of cases and get a finally get it, you know? Well, it's what I was thinking about too. It's like I hate – I almost hate free-to-play games because I'm a sucker. Like I told you, like I can't do those things because they appeal to me. I'm that person. Mm-hmm. And that like little – that little endorphin rush you get, it's bad. Well, have you been? Have you watched Trainwreck's gambling stream is at all? Yeah, those are addicting, bro. That, I mean, I told you that's why I don't gamble. I do not gamble because I know I would be sitting in a cardboard box right now, owing some mobster. Like, I tell you what, I know it would not be good. Try not to get your legs broken. Yeah, so I almost wish free to play. I would rather pay for a game up front because I know in the long run I'm not spending as much money. Because God, ironically, the games I've spent most money on free to play games. League is still my most, like, the game I put the most money in, and that's been free-to-play. Granted, I've gotten about a decade out of it, so that's, that's pretty good. But, yeah, they're just they're scary, man. Good luck, man. I hope you break that break that wheel that you so desperately talk about breaking. Like, I don't need to break this wheel. I'll keep playing this. I just need to stop putting so much money. <laughs> that's the, yeah. 
how much is like okay so like i want to buy a champion right? or whatever that is how much is a case break, break uh, it down to csgo terms for me like if i want to open up a case and let me see if i can like do a conversion because like in csgo comparisons like say if i want to open up a butterfly knife i'll open up an operation breakout case that case probably cost me 50 cents and then I got to buy the key for it as well, which is, I think, like $2.49. So if I opened up 10 Operation Breakout cases, uh, I spent $30, essentially. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, it here, and that's about the same conversion rate. One summon in this case would be two, about two, a little less than $2. And 10 summons, because you either do like one or a bulk. Mm -hmm. And if you do 10 I, summons. Yes, the bulk is a little bit better deal. I don't know if it is. It might just oh. be like a... A lazy thing? A, well, a trick. <laughs> yeah, like you might think you have better luck. I don't actually know if you do. Um, but it's also like if you're going to bulk some, it's quicker anyway. Um, but that one's like $28.5 or whatever. Yeah. Um, except the difference I with just, CSGO is, like you said, it's it, that holds value. You can, if you wanted to, you could sell that and make money yeah, back there's a or lot of hoops make to go money. through but yes i could i could sell this on like the china market and then have china balance and then set send or uh sell that rmb to crypto and then change that crypto to whatever speaking of crypto uh tough tough week for you guys out there oh, yeah i'm not Quick. not you but specifically oh, yeah. well, i'm saying for people it, i mean yeah. it's exactly like what did you think doge was going to be stable like Never was going to from, from the start. And then, yeah, on top of all Bitcoin, all these countries being like, we're not accepting this. We don't acknowledge this as an actual yeah, currency. It's, blah, blah. It's, China was like, yeah, we don't like it. And everybody was like. <laughs> when when the world's biggest uh, economic power tells you they're not going to like this exactly. currency, you're kind of like, well, yeah. That sucks. <laughs> it, it, it was fun. Let me actually see where it's at right now. I bet it's like 43 is my guess. Bitcoin at least. Let's see. According to this, Bitcoin. <laughs> Holy Jesus. 43 grand Oof. is my guess. Oof. The last time I looked, it was at 40. Well, like the graph here is just rough, brother. Um, like this is the past week. Just Oh, no. Going down, it's down to thirty-seven thousand. Whereas, you know, uh, what two weeks ago it was sixty thousand. God, a big old drop. And then Doge, where's Doge? I saw Doge like right before SNL was like about to hit seventy cents, and then just fucking. It's at thirty-five cents. Two weeks ago, it was at seventy cents, or just about to hit seventy cents. That's why you sell I mean, the it's news. Still, it's still sell the news by or sell the hype by the news or whatever it is. No. Spot. What is it? It's. I don't know. As soon as it hits the news, is when you sell. I think. Yeah. I forget like the saying, but yeah, like as soon as it becomes widely acknowledged, that's when you sell, not when you buy. If you had, otherwise, you're too late. That's like the. Yeah. You know, and by they, I mean like people who actually invest in stocks. <laughs> yeah, people who know what they're talking about. It's still, I, I still think it's wildly overvalued as it is, but. Me too. It's Ethereum, all... I think, is like the only one I kind of even think about. Because like it's kind of affordable, but like it's super still expensive, you know? But like it's still like 
I mean, yeah, Bitcoin as a like, whole is still very ball. Like, until one, like, Bitcoin is like the closest we've had to really, like, finding footing everywhere. Like, people accepting Bitcoin and that kind of stuff. Until that happens, I think it's all pretty volatile. I mean, the idea of it, I think, is sound, and I think it makes sense. Um, like a global currency, not owned or operated by anyone specifically, makes yeah. sense. Um. But we'll see until the day it uh it actually works, because for now, currently, most of the world uh, bases off their currency power and stuff uh, to the dollar, which I think as time moves on here, they're going to move away from that. Yeah, but we'll um, see. Do you guys want to move on to Patreon questions, or did because uh, we have that sponsor stream here in a little bit? Let's do it. Sponsored. Um, let me go to the Q and A. Thank you to all the stands that wrote in questions today. Thank you, stands. Um, I have to. Um, we appreciate I we did you. All of those. I'm trying to find like where the break off is. Normally, Arnav does it, but he didn't, which is fine. Uh, Sky hey. asks, uh, Rob, with you getting into F1, I suggest watching F1 Drive to Survive. If you have not already, it can bring up you to speed on the past few seasons and get you behind the scenes action on the teams and what they do on off the track. Uh, yeah, uh, already talked about it's it. Super there. sick. Yeah, you should. Everybody should watch it. Uh, Sloss asks, uh, favorite type of flower? Oh, blue bonnet. A blue bonnet. Right, you pulled that out quick. Bonnet. I don't even know what that Ew. looks like. Texas, Texas classic blue oh. bonnet. blue bonnet fields are so pretty, Ooh, dude. You know what I like? They're pretty. Uh, I like uh, the I like paintbrushes. Look up a paintbrush flower. Oh, I thought you were just talking. No, paintbrush flowers are really cool. I like I like paintbrushes, and oh, the, I, the reason I like the paintbrush nice. is because when I worked at Colorado Golf Club, um, those were the flowers that were planted around the course, and uh, the tournament that they had every year was called the paintbrush after that flower. So I thought it kind of looked cool. Smells like shit, but looks cool. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I probably couldn't even name four different kind of flowers. Um, yeah, you could. Just say Super Saiyan Rose. Just think like <laughs> Valentine's Day. You can you can name four flowers. I don't know if I could. I I don't really. I guess I have to look more to find some. <laughs> but I'll, for now, I'll just say if it's purple, I'd probably like it. Purple a of a daffodil, yeah. I was gonna sure. say, yeah. love daffodils. Daffodils are totally yellow and white, by the way. Um, Wait, really? Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah. Um, Joshua asks, uh, what I do you know think? Any better, so. Um, you should you could lavender, lavender flower. That's purple. Is there a uh, lavender flower? I think Anyways, so. Keep going, keep going. Uh, Joshua asks, what do you guys think is a crime you could get away with? Actual crimes, not something like jaywalking. A crime you can... I feel, okay, here's the thing. I would you say, say pirating a, a movie? You okay. say a crime you can get away with. Okay, we've all done some misdemeanors in our time. Every single person, you pirated a movie, you go to some shit like... like, like TPing a house? Look, I, guess? I don't know. Don't ask me why. It sounds weird when I say this. But I've been thinking about this recently. Okay. Getting away with murder. Okay. You could never. I think you could. Think about like the no Zodiac Killer. L- l- listen, that's, listen, listen. That's in the 80s. No, but well, here's what I'm saying. I don't think it's that far off. 
if you are so prepared, careful, find perfect alibis, and like in between crazy, like you drive here so, and only use cash and do this, and like you go within the span so period, but people don't think it is. But you get one kill, no motive, completely unrelated. Like they got You're no saying, connection. Like Zodiac, where he literally like walked up to two people who were chilling at the beach. Except I wouldn't even go for two, just one person. You just kill one random person. No connection. Who knows where it is? Not even remotely close to you. And then that's it. And you never kill again. And they just have nothing to go off of. I think you have it, it has to be really careful. But like, like I think Yeah, like no slipping up. And that's what I'm saying. You have to like have some alibi too that like physically well, first off, they wouldn't even know you exist or even think to question you, but if they ever somehow got like, that far how about if you recorded a vod of you actually pretending to stream and stuff like that and then like you said you were streaming on that thing but when you were streaming you went out but then they find the recording see but then they're like let me see like no but then see, you get rid of that a- of course you'd get rid of that ah, i mean so the real no i mean i if i do agree with fruit in that, if someone's that if it was just like a, a random act of just violence like no one no one can figure that out because, like, what what is it? Like, ninety percent of murders, or even more than that. Like, the the I'll, I'll look it up. the the ridiculous vast majority of murders is are are by people that they know. So, so if it's just a random act of violence, like what? Like, there's no alibi. Like, it's just someone just decided, boom, I'm gonna do it. Then, like, how are they gonna find out to you? That's what I'm saying. Like, imagine I just somehow, I decide one day like that. I record an upload of, or I stream a VOD pretending I'm live. And then during that time, I drive to like New York City. I don't know. I find some place, I've already scoped this out. I find some place that has like no, my path would have no CCTVs. Like there's no security cameras anywhere else. No one would know. And then I just find some random person in this like back alley. Boom. Mr. Fruit, you're scaring me. <laughs> Take him out right there. Or I don't kidnap him. I don't know. Some, you, you dump him in a river. This, my God. Dump him in the ocean. I don't even know. Okay. Well, so Come here, back. I, got a, I got a statistic for you. It says Denver. Homicides tracked in Denver, 362. Percentages without an arrest, 55%. Oh my god! And they probably weren't that careful. And that's that's data that's data within eight years, and it was last updated in 2018. So, I'm just saying, if I'm more careful, I got some pretty good odds going. I didn't realize it was better than a 50 50, dude. Yeah, you like got a gun or something? He's like 50 50, dude. But I guess it's different. Like like you said, if you're killing just somebody totally unattached to you, but like if you killed like your brother or something like that. So like imagine that. Like I'm here in Denver. Some guy just finds this. Well, first off. They probably, if I dump it in the ocean first off, they wouldn't notice for days. Then they finally do, and then they're like a missing case. They have to find the body. Well, bodies, they can't even find float. the body. So well, gotta, no, I tie it down with like a cement back. block or something. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I don't See, know. What I'm I know what I'm doing here, Rob. Okay, come on. This I'm ain't coming. my first rodeo. <laughs> uh, and so then they go through that whole loop. And then they have to eventually realize, okay, missing person at this. At some point, they're gonna have to say, okay, we're gonna assume he's dead. And then they're gonna be like, you know what? Let's check out this random person in Denver. Who's a YouTuber? Yeah, who doesn't travel? I would have no travel logs. I use cash for gas or something, or like I didn't even do. That. I brought my own gas containers. Like, yeah, interesting. 
I don't think I could get away with it. But don't I mean, ask me why I was thinking about that. It. All right, don't you? This is not condemning evidence. You cannot use this in a court or something. Well, uh, Mr. Fruit got away with murder. We got our title. I'm not a psychopath. I swear. You'd have to be uh, some kind of a psychopath to do that. Johnny Krumer asks, "What movie quote do you always catch yourself watch or catch yourself saying?" Um, if I'm ever like in a in a situation where like I'm like if I ask something and someone gives me like a clear and obvious answer, like it's over there, idiot. Uh, I do the super bad. Fuck me, right? Like I, I do that one. <laughs> um, for whatever reason, it was just a meme back in high school with some of my friends. But uh, I can do nothing for you, son. And that's you from do that one a lot, actually. It's yeah. from True Grit. It's uh, Jeff Bridges. And I don't remember why. I think it was just what in a trailer, and I thought it was song? funny. He was talking to Matt Damon, I think, or something. He's like, I, he's like in the old Jeff Bridges. Like, I can't even do full Jeff Bridges. Like, I can do nothing for you, son. And then, of course, the more I say it and the more I mean it, it eventually just became like, I can do nothing for you, son. But I don't know. For whatever reason, that one comes up a lot. about you, Blue? I don't know if I, if I do use one, like, I'm unaware that I use it. Yeah, I agree, too, with that. Um, I thought I always quoted the movie, but it, it was like a Mandela effect. I always say, uh, I'm just an old man waiting to die. And I thought that was a movie quote from, I thought I was quoting, um, what the fudge is Mr. Nobody. Uh, but apparently it doesn't, I looked that up. I don't think it's a Mr. Nobody, but I could have sworn it. So I don't know where I thought I heard that from yeah. that movie, but. I say it is what it is a lot, but like mockingly. If that's I, from a movie, I use that. Yeah, one. but that's just kind of like a, like if a movie he used that, they is. didn't. Whenever, uh, whenever family gets brought up, I always say like a Vin Diesel family, familia, <laughs> yeah, familia, kind of shit like that. Families forever. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mister Slippy Fist asks, "Hey guys, big fan. I'm surprised this question hasn't been asked yet. If you had to choose one, would you rather take fifty percent?" Power punch to the face by the mountain or a 100% power teabagged by him. I mean, I'll take balls to the mouth. I'll take a teabag. Yeah, I'll take Teabag's easy. Yeah. I can't. Even a 50% punch, dude, my jaw right now is in shambles. Like, let me show you what a 50% punch from the mountain looks like. Like, boom. And like, I'm hurting. Let me show you what a 100% teabag looks like. <laughs> All right. I'd rather do that. Someone Photoshop. No, that don't. Um, little Johnny Boy <laughs> asks, uh, question for Fruit. I was watching your Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu series on your other channel. I was, and was wondering, wondering what happened murdered. to the rest of the Let's Play. Pepe Hand or Peppy Hands. <laughs> also, it's a Peppy McLeod or Peppy from South Park. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, what is your guys' go-to place to eat that typically never disappoints? Uh, Torchies. No, I've uh, I have upgraded Torchies to S tier. Um, their tacos of the month are always bangers. I don't think I've had a taco of the month from Torchies that I hated. Um, and then your question, Mister Fruit, for the Pokemon series too. What uh, wait, which Pokemon series? It said Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu series on your other oh. channel, and was wondering what happened to the rest of the. Oh, series. I think he explained it somewhere. But I was doing it in tandem with Red Dead Redemption at the time. Uh and uh, both just became too much to handle. Learn to not try and do two let's plays at once, um, and that's what happened to that. Um, 
as far as places that don't disappoint, honestly, no matter where I've gone, there's always been at least one time they've disappointed. Um, but if I just had to go Old Faithful, I just got Chick Fil A. Sauce sauce is uh, kind of low though now. What do you mean? Like they're having like sauce shortages. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, as far as like what I get the most, <sighs> I get so much Chipotle, dude. Like Chipotle, and like it, it's it's there has never been a time where I've eaten Chipotle burrito and I've been like, man, this kind of mid. Nope. Always every hidden. single time, I'm just like God. There's one thing that like depends, like that can ruin Chipotle for me, and it's if if the rice is on point. If I get like hard, crunchy rice, oh my fucking god, my whole I've never gotten. I've never. I've always had god tier rice. Uh, See, sometimes Qdoba and Chipotle will have hard rice, and I just get fucking pissed. Because then, like, you can't just go out and take out the rice. Like my burrito is ruined. (laughs) Cannot every other bite I'm getting. But like that's a very rare. Like I'm just saying, like that is like maybe a two in every five fifty chances I go. Cannot like, relate, unfortunately. I mean, there was that one time Chipotle cut my throat. Let's see, that was a one time. Oh, thing. with that piece of chicken. Yeah, and then uh, I got thirty free meals. Papa Daddams asks, "What do you I'll do, do if you have no motivation, or how do you get yourself motivated?" I've been struggling with this a lot lately. You know, my thing is. My hardest thing is to like actually like go and do something. Like to the the act of like starting is the hardest thing for me. Like whenever I do a Peloton, the hardest thing for me is the first ten to twelve minutes, cause I feel like I'm just biking. I'm not doing anything that's fun. Like I hate this. I'm not sweating or I'm not feeling like I'm making any progress. And then like, what? It's just like doing something I don't want to do. Like and that's what motivates me. If I can get through the day of doing one thing I didn't want to do. And like wanted to just avoid entirely. And if I do that one task, it makes me feel like, oh, now, now I can stream. Even though if I feel like I don't put on a great stream today or like know what game I'm playing, I'll, I'll still put on an awesome stream. And then, oh, and then we have dinner tonight. Like it's just a, it's just a kind of a chain reaction. Snowball effect. Yeah. Blue, what would you say? If I have a package coming, I'll be like, hey, I guess it's time to wake up. <laughs> Poggers. Packages are cool. I have um recently uh I now raid five days a week in Final Fantasy. Dang. So I um my motivation, I've tried to keep myself occupied because sometimes I'll I'll just be there like, what am I doing with my life? Why am I here? So I'll be like, I keep well. myself occupied. I assign myself up for things that I have no chance of getting out of. So I'm forced to do something. That's probably an incredibly unhealthy way of doing that. So don't follow my lead. But that's how I do it. I will sign myself up for things to do them. And I think that's how I've always done it. If I'm not motivated, I'll be like, God, I hate my sign myself up. Now I have to go. Yeah, it's like, well, I said I'd be there. Uh, so I've been struggling. Things struggling with motivation recently so i don't really have a fix because i'm too struggling i remember though back in high school this was mainly because i was depressed but i was like i don't know how i'm gonna do tomorrow much less two days from now the way i did it was uh, i had a show every weekday that would air that i look forward to so i'd be like okay it's monday night which means so and so is gonna come on like i remember like wednesdays i think it was like castle uh 
Thursdays. Awesome show. I do like Castle. But like I had some show on every weeknight. And so the day would end. Getting together, Castle and uh, uh, yes, like Detective. They did. Yeah, Beckett. Uh, and then you wake up, and I'm like, great. Okay, well, I just got to make it until tonight for my new my new TV show. Just rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And I remember my my girlfriend at the time. I told her that. She's like, "That's sad." I was like, "Yeah, I guess it welcome is." Welcome to welcome to depresso life. But That's sad. They got me, got yeah. me through day to day. So even the the smallest things doesn't matter what it is, uh, like that, like blue, like a package or something. Looking forward to something or like. Something that helps, like, especially a lot with, like, depressed people. Uh, it's like when you have an animal. Because suddenly you can't just not do anything anymore because now you have some, like, you have a dog that needing to be let out. Yeah, or, like, yeah. a dog yeah. needing to be fed. Now, I'm not saying that's, like, a fix for everything. Because then if you yeah, genuinely can't take the, care of it. Yeah, don't depress impulse by a dog yeah, if you can't take care of and it. And then, like, also understand, like, an, it and it also helps because animals show you unconditional love. Like that, that animal will love you regardless if you had a bad day or a good day, and like that is what's awesome about animals. There, there, like, like literally yesterday, I was like, you know, I haven't, you know, I haven't just sat around and done absolutely nothing with Boomy for a while. So you know what? I'm gonna just take four hours and do jack shit, and my dog can Boomy sleep on me. Day. And Boomy had an amazing day for sure. <laughs> Ooh, nice Dado merch. Ooh. Look at those boxes. Nice ass. <laughs> um. We have a question from Riles. Uh, I'll actually wait for Mr. Fruit to come back to this one because it's a Naruto question. Oh, uh, no. Penguins asks, um, how do you guys feel about Resident Evil uh, series and do you have any plans on playing Village? Uh, yeah, I do plan on playing Village uh, Sunday night. Um, uh, it's fun. I don't have any plans on playing Village, but it looks really good. And I was, I was watching Dork playing it and it was making me want to play it, but maybe. Who knows? Yeah, um, in terms of, like, the whole Resident Evil series, I've never really been big into Resident Evil. I think the first I ever played was the the Bio one, the one that came before, uh, I think it's 6, I think? I don't know. Um, the Whatever the, the one before this one was. That's the last one I played. But they're fun. Um, Fire asks, what is your best coping mechanism to stress? uh petting max or hanging out with max because max is an animal and doesn't have any idea of what is stressing me out so he comes to me happy and that makes me kind of forget about what i'm stressing out about and kind of puts me in perspective yeah it's either boomy like i'll just go like hang out boomy and just lay down my my stress reliever is like if i get overwhelmed like i will just go like find a nice cozy quiet corner and just lay down on a count on my couch. Like I'd just be like, "All right, I don't want to deal with this. I'm gonna go lay down, leave my phone in the other room, and just lay there for a little bit." Um, Riles asks, um, favorite Naruto characters. Mine are Shikimaru and Jiraiya. 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 Nailed it. Favorite Naruto characters. Um. I don't know. I've never watched. Probably, I don't know, Sasuke, and probably I am a big Kawaki fan right now. Boruto. Big Kawaki uh, fan. favorite Naruto characters, Mister Fruit. 
Oh, I think we kind of touched on this at one point. Uh, obviously Itachi. Come on now. Oh, what the fuck is wrong with me? That's my answer. You d Blue, come I on. Said, I said Sasuke and then come Kawaki in Boruto, so. I haven't gotten to him yet. Um, that, Kakashi, or uh, Rock Lee. And then uh, one question was from Fire, and it was, what is your uh, coping, coping mechanism for stress? Uh, unfortunately, food. And then last question here from Z-Train um, asks, have you recently watched VV Floor Tights Eyes song? If not, I definitely what suggest it. What the hell it. did Can you, you like just type that? <laughs> it's in the questions. V-I-V-Y. So Vivi and then Florite, F-L-O-U-R-I-T-E, Eyes Song. Have you watched Vivi Florite's Eyes Song? No, definitely not. I think Mr. Fruit is reading up on it now. I'm trying to figure out what the fudge. I'm going to Vivi Florite's Eyes Song. Yeah, I'm Googling it now. I'll read it for you guys. Um, oh, it's an anime. Uh, when heavily evolved AIs set out to eradicate mankind, the carnage that ensures fills the air with a stench of fresh blood and burning bodies. In a desperate bid to prevent the calamity from ever occurring, a scientist bets everything on a remnant from the past. Oh, I'll give it a shot. I've never even heard of it. It's... um. It's like on my anime list, which I think is like the connoisseur kind of website oh, for anime yes. people. Uh, it's ranked nine, uh, 119. That's pretty of, good. Yeah. Wait. And, now you got me wondering. Yeah. And then it's like popularity is number 930. And it's like score is an 8.5. The number one anime of all time. I feel like we looked this up is Brotherhood. Yeah, I think so. That's right. The That's second right. is Attack on Titan Season 3 Part 2. Still haven't finished uh, Attack on Titan. Then Steins Gate, Gintama, Hunter Hunter, Kinga Eve, Densetsu. Steinsgate. A lot of Gintama. I don't know what that is. The final <sighs> season of Attack on Titan. Three gods, you know what? Another Gintama. I don't know what this Gintama is. Another Gintama. Another Gintama. Okay, apparently... Another Gintama? All right, I guess another Gintama. Another Gintama. Apparently, Gintama's the way, whatever that is. All right, yeah. Well, that'll do it for the GG over easy questions. And uh, guys, the podcast. Where can oh. people find you on the internet? You can find us here. Yep. I, I'm going to be honest. I kind of have to cut it off here quick because I need to eat breakfast and do stuff before we stream. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for watching and or listening to the podcast. We appreciate you, you and your support. We'll talk to you. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. 
Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.